You're listening to the Lifting Her Voice podcast, episode number 34. Today we'll read Mark chapter 6 together. Rejected by his friends and relatives, Jesus sends out the twelve and feeds the five thousand. Welcome to the Lifting Her Voice podcast. I'm your host, Joy Miller, and I invite you to grab your Bible and join me as we simply read God's Word together. Some things require discipline, and sometimes that's just not easy to muster by yourself, no matter how badly you want to do it or how much you know you should. It's just easier to do it with a friend. So refill your coffee or tea, get comfortable in your favorite chair, and follow along as I read aloud. I'm so glad you're here. I'm sitting here thinking about Mother's Day and parenthood, and training children in the ways of God. I hope, if you're a parent with children living at home, that you're allowing them to witness the sacrifices you are making in order to read and study God's Word every day in a systematic way. I know, having quiet time in the morning or whenever is tempting, but it's so important that they see you so that they will be more apt to make it a priority in their own lives. I would go so far as to encourage you to allow them to see you struggle and fail, and then recommit, so they won't be so discouraged when it happens to them too. Mark, Chapter 6 He left there and came to his hometown, and his disciples followed him. When the Sabbath came, He began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astonished. Where did this man get these things, they said? What is this wisdom that has been given to him, and how are these miracles performed by his hands? Isn't this the carpenter, the son of Mary, and the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon? And aren't his sisters here with us? So they were offended by him. Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his hometown, among his relatives, and in his household. He was not able to do a miracle there, except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. And he was amazed at their unbelief. He was going around the villages teaching. He summoned the twelve and began to send them out in pairs, and gave them authority over unclean spirits. He instructed them to take nothing for the road except a staff, no bread, no traveling bag, no money in their belts, but to wear sandals and not put on an extra shirt. He said to them, Whenever you enter a house, stay there until you leave that place. If any place does not welcome you or listen to you, when you leave there, shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. 
So they went out and preached that people should repent. They drove out many demons, anointed many sick people with oil, and healed them. King Herod heard about it because Jesus' name had become well known. Some said, John the Baptist has been raised from the dead, and that's why miraculous powers are at work in him. But others said, he's Elijah. Still others said, he's a prophet, like one of the prophets from long ago. When Herod heard of it, he said, John, the one I beheaded, has been raised. For Herod himself had given orders to arrest John and to chain him in prison on account of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, because he had married her. John had been telling Herod, It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. So Herodias held a grudge against him and wanted to kill him. But she could not, because Herod feared John and protected him. When Herod heard him, he would be very perplexed, and yet he liked to listen to him. An opportune time came on his birthday when Herod gave a banquet for his nobles, military commanders, and the leading men of Galilee. When Herodias's own daughter came in and danced, she pleased Herod and his guests. The king said to the girl, Ask me whatever you want, and I'll give it to you. He promised her with an oath, Whatever you ask me, I will give you up to half my kingdom. She went out and said to her mother, What should I ask for? John the Baptist's head, she said. At once she hurried to the king and said, I want you to give me John the Baptist's head on a platter immediately. Although the king was deeply distressed, because of his oaths and the guests, he did not want to refuse her. The king immediately sent for an executioner and commanded him to bring John's head. So he went and beheaded him in prison, brought his head on a platter, and gave it to the girl. Then the girl gave it to her mother. And when John's disciples heard about it, they came and removed his corpse and placed it in a tomb. The apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all they had done and taught. He said to them, Come away by yourselves to a remote place and rest for a while. For many people were coming and going, and they did not even have time to eat. So they went away in the boat by themselves to a remote place. But many saw them leaving and recognized them, and they ran on foot from all the towns and arrived ahead of them. When he went ashore, he saw a large crowd and had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. Then he began to teach them many things. When it grew late, his disciples approached him and said, This place is deserted, and it is already late. Send them away so that they can go into the surrounding countryside and villages to buy themselves something to eat. You give them something to eat, he responded. They said to him, should we go and buy two hundred denarii worth of bread and give them something to eat? He asked them, How many loaves do you have? Go and see. When they found out, they said, Five and two fish. Then he instructed them to have all the people sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in groups of hundreds and fifties. He took the five loaves and the two fish 
and looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke the loaves. He kept giving them to his disciples to set before the people. He also divided the two fish among them all. Everyone ate and was satisfied. They picked up twelve baskets full of pieces of bread and fish. Now those who had eaten the loaves were five thousand men. Immediately he made his disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side, to Bethsaida, while he dismissed the crowd. After he said goodbye to them, he went away to the mountain to pray. Well into the night, the boat was in the middle of the sea, and he was alone on the land. He saw them straining at the oars, because the wind was against them. Very early in the morning, he came toward them, walking on the sea, and wanted to pass by them. When they saw him walking on the sea, they thought it was a ghost and cried out, because they all saw him and were terrified. Immediately he spoke with them and said, Have courage, it is I, don't be afraid. Then he got into the boat with them, and the wind ceased. They were completely astounded, because they had not understood about the loaves. Instead, their hearts were hardened. When they had crossed over, they came to the shore of Gennesaret and anchored there. As they got out of the boat, people immediately recognized him. They hurried throughout that region and began to carry the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. Wherever he went into the villages, towns, or the country, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might touch just the end of his robe, and everyone who touched it was healed. By now, Jesus' ministry was gaining a lot of attention. It says that sometimes they didn't even have time to eat. He obviously wanted the disciples to have a little downtime to rest and refresh, and he probably wanted to hear all of their stories from that first missionary trip. Heck, they probably had a ton of questions, too. Off they went to a remote place, but the crowds got wind of it and beat them there. When Jesus stepped off that boat, he only saw their need. For him, eating was no longer important, nor was the rest that he so desperately needed. He saw this oppressed crowd with so many needs and defined them as sheep without a shepherd. They needed to be cared for. But God sustained him as he denied himself. Do you remember the times we've read that Jesus drew away to pray, that's how he prepared himself, so that he was ready to give from a deep reserve. He had so much to do and so little time in which to accomplish it. He literally couldn't afford not to take time to pray. Let's do that right now. Oh, Jesus, I still marvel that you were rich and became poor for my sake. Thank you for your example in serving others so selflessly. Help us to follow your example. Amen. Thank you for joining me here today. I pray God will grow in you what has been planted and watered here. In this time of unprecedented struggle worldwide, we can look to God for guidance and comfort. 
Be sensitive to those in your circle of influence who need a word of encouragement and invite them to join us. If you like the show, it would be great if you'd give it a five-star review. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. See you right here tomorrow. Be well. Be well.